to Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed gun-in-a-bag, Heather Ann Campbell. <laughs> I'm self-proclaimed a thousand guns, Nick Weiger. <laughs> and I'm self-proclaimed list of fun activities. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Math Hello, Hello, everyone. everyone. Welcome back to Get Animated. We I are... should have had a backup queued up, because I, I, Heather also did a gun one. We don't it's talk okay. about these in advance. It worked out. No. Well, there's there's lots of guns. There's lots of That's there's plenty true. of guns to go around, especially in episodes nine and ten of Licorice Recoil, which uh, yeah. is what we're talking about today here on Get Animated. I love that while we're talking about guns, I love that Majima, the Joker-like figure, his like devious plan is to basically like turn Japan into America. Like, I'm just going to give everyone guns. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, so far sounds sounds normal. Yeah. Welcome to Bakersfield, California. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm having a blast. Uh, we, uh, with this series and talking about it with the two of you, uh, I there there's just like a lot of these these episodes have like some some momentous plot moves and some more, you know, in-depth backstory and world building. We're getting a lot of 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 more detail in terms of what's going on with these characters. Uh, it, it, a couple of kind of character studies here, uh, you know, yeah. uh, chiefly Chisato, but we're learning a little bit about everybody. Yeah, these and I mean, also, these two are bangers. They're bangers. And also these eps are, again, low key horny. There's some horny stuff. They gotta chill. Is it low key at this point, or is it just regular key? They're regular key horny. <laughs> <laughs> They're key horny. <laughs> they gotta, yeah, they gotta, they gotta relax. I was watching yeah, this on my phone in bed last night, and I was just like sweating that my girlfriend was gonna roll over at the wrong time and be like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> you're like, "No." <laughs> Uh, episode nine, what's done is done, and episode ten, replay evil with evil. We'll talk about those in just one second. Uh, but first, that's not the only anime we've been consuming, guys. What are we watching this week? You know, I saw somebody on Twitter suggest an uh, 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 an adjustment to this segment and yeah, how and how it should be titled, which is what have we been weaving. So that we could talk about like manga mm -hmm. or like anime stuff in general. And I, I think I'd like to propose a, a change there to to what have we been weaving as opposed to what have we been watching? What okay. do you guys think? I think it's a I, good change. Go for it, Matt. Uh, somebody on Patreon, I'm pulling it up right now, um, gave a, a, a similar suggestion. And it's what weeb what we've been watching. So it's like what we've been watching, but you say what we've it's does that make sense? It's, that sounds yeah. harder to say than what have we been weaving? I'm going to copy paste it in the chat cuz I know I'm doing a bad job of explaining it. What we've so been watching. What we've been watching. What what we've, we've been watching. Been watching. I, I think I, we could probably merge the two. What we've been weaving? What we've been weaving. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, I think that's it. Okay, that's great. good. That's, okay, that's it. it. That's great. King Solomon Put a hat on top. Yeah. Um, what we've been weaving. Uh, uh, who wants to start? Matt, why don't you go first? I'll, yeah, I'll say you know, mine's shorter. Uh, so I, I, a lot of people have been reaching out to me with alternative means for getting Dragon Ball Z Kai. 
mm. and that has since like been. I've, uh, yeah, it's 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 nice, uh, but it's also it's making me nervous. Not really. Uh, <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, here's a, I, I, yeah, I don't know who, uh, who of my followers is a fucking cop. So nice try. <laughs> Not clicking any links. No, it's very, it's very nice that people are trying to help me out with that. Somebody offered to uh, lend me their DVDs, uh, which was like, which was nice too. Uh, so shout out to all the listeners. Uh, I've since sorted that out. Uh, they haven't heard it yet, uh, but it's been, it's been sorted out. I've been watching it, and I just think it's great. I just think it's fun. Uh, it's, it's. There's not much more to say to it uh, than that, other than I've just been having a really nice time with it. Uh, right now, they're 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 trying to train Gohan uh, and learn teach him new skills so he could also help in this fight to uh, defeat the other uh, Saiyans, and it's it's great. It's it's I'm really enjoying it. I, I there's a lot. I I'm trying to organize it now because mm-hmm. the what I have. They're in files and they're in, or you know, they're labeled, but that doesn't translate to. Um, I was gonna say iTunes, but that's not what it is anymore. What is it? Apple TV now? Like when you yeah. drop when you when you when you drop files in uh, on your computer. So if you want them sorted on your iPad, I have to get in there and sort of manually one by one type in what season it's on, what show it is, and all that stuff. It's not letting me bulk do it for some reason. So yeah. I have a nice little project ahead of me, which I'm very excited about. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. I follow what you're, what you're saying here. So you've got all the files. I have all the files, and they're in And they're order. in your cloud. They're not in my cloud. They're in... Um, oh. They're just like on my desktop in folders. And so I'm trying to put them, load them onto my iPad uh, in in series order uh and mm. when i put them in there they're just it's like a big dump so i i've so what i've done is mm-hmm. i've i've taken my desktop and put it on icloud right okay yeah so that i can open those files in files on ipad oh. and click on the next episode of a thing and it'll open it up in vlc which is also available on your ipad if if this is the way that you need to watch your anime on an iPad. Yeah, this could be helpful. I'm trying to get. I'm just trying to get some loaded because I'm going to be on a, a long plane ride soon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, the cloud probably won't be working when I'm all the way up in the clouds. Fucking uh, iCloud that yeah. shit, and then you can select them on your iPad, and they'll download locally. And sync. Okay, great. Then that's, wow. I'm just going to do that. It's going to save me. You just saved me fucking, uh, probably hours and hours of work. Uh, it's so the greatest. It's the greatest shit. Also. Like the idea that I would be if I if I project myself back into the year 2000 when I'm struggling to get anime off LimeWire and watching it in like yeah with an SD not an SD like a, a S video cable from my computer to a CRT television and it's all like got tons of artifacts and like half of the animation is just squares from how it was compressed <laughs> if I compare that to now where I'm watching stuff at cell quality on a flat yeah. screen that I'm holding in my hand in the most comfortable position on my couch. Right. That's a, that's a great journey. And I'm glad that we all went on it in order to get our anime just jammed into us as fast <laughs> and yeah. as clean as possible. Sounds like the world's not so bad after all. <laughs> also, if you're a, if you're a, you know, if I, you could, you can adjust playback speed on uh, VLC on your iPad. So if you're the kind of person who wants to watch at 2x speed, 
you can. I'm not saying that I do that. I'm not saying that I that I'm cons- now consuming content as if it is medicine. But yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to, you can. Yeah, if you uh, have the I think what's called the psycho gene, uh, you could <laughs> you, you could do it. <laughs> I was uh, I was reading some article that was talking about increased watch speed, and I never watch like movies or TV no. or anything no. on on. I don't either, and that speed. was just a that was just a baited joke. Mm. I don't even listen to audiobooks or or podcasts I do. on, oh, on that increased I do, speed though. anymore. That I do for sure. Uh, I hey, I don't mind people who do it, and uh, anyone who listens to our show on on one point five x speed, God, God, God bless you. But I was reading that. Uh, I I was reading that as far as video content is concerned. You can you retain the same amount as one X up to the speed of one point seven five X. Once you go higher than that, you start losing information. But just as a viewer, if you just want to like, hey, I just want to watch this TED talk just to get the raw information. If you want to, if you put that up to one point seven five X, apparently, as far as one, that I don't know, maybe like not a- peer reviewed study said that uh, you can still absorb the same amount of information. That's, that sounds like a challenge. I think I could take gamer <laughs> gamer pills and get it up to two point five x. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're you're also you're you like just on the, I, you know on the on the couch like that was that Maxwell audio image yes. where like the guy's on his couch <laughs> screaming as like his arm and or his hair is blown back. It's yeah. like me I think trying it's- to like. <laughs> I think of it as Thrill House from the Bone Storm episode of The Simpsons. That's that's the image I think of. Sure. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, it's uh yeah it's a uh, I, I have I have an iPad question while we're while we're talking uh we're pumping Heather for info. Let, so as far as manga goes, uh, you know I've got like the uh, I'm I've got the uh, uh, the Shonen Jump app, the Viz app, and uh, I'm I'm reading manga on that. But let's say I like you know uh, get some manga not from that sort of source. Yeah. And yeah. I've got like a PDF of a manga. What's the best yeah. way to get that onto my iPad? Uh, or, or do you have any manga that you read that's not through some well, manga you could, reading app? If you if like you've got like app. a PDF, I would just mm-hmm. I would just iCloud it and then open it in files mm-hmm. and open it in Apple Books, which has that nice page turning animation. Uh-huh. And uh oh, that's I how didn't I would realize do you that. could do that. I didn't realize you could yeah. put a PDF into Apple Books. Yep, you can put a PDF in Apple Books. Wow. Okay, let me let me just da- let me just uh, try. I'll try this right now on the show. I'm gonna transfer this manga of my stepmother is my girlfriend. Um, and <laughs> hey, there it is. Hey, it uh, uh, send me that. Perfect. <laughs> I uh, I wish that I had. Ahead. I wish I had six more hours a day. Because there's so much stuff I want to read. There's so much yeah. stuff I want to watch. There's model kits I want to build. Like I have two Gundam model kits ready to be built, ready to go. And I, I just don't have, I'm, I'm gratefully and uh, with, with, I mean, with extreme gratitude, I have tons of work and I, I'm, I'm really busy, but I do wish I had a little bit more time to consume uh, because man, Sitting with a cup of tea and reading a manga is just, it's one of the best feelings. It's so good. Love I also read, have like, light, video I have games. like the Death Stranding novels I still haven't read. Mm-hmm. Like I got, yeah. I have stuff. There's too much stuff. Too much content. And, you know, it's it's fun to consume it. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, at a certain point I made peace with uh, there just will never be enough time. Because even now where I just like, I don't, you know, have like a, 
uh, you know, like a, I haven't had like a writing job in a while where I just like go into an office or work in a Zoom room and I'm just like, oh, that's taking up the bulk of my day where I have a little bit more free time. There's still not enough time to consume everything I want to consume. Yeah. Un- unless I'm like abandon, you know, relationships and fitness and hygiene and all that sort of shit. And even then do I it. probably wouldn't have enough time. <laughs> do all right, it. Fine, I'll do it. All right. What is it like become a hikikomori where like just don't right. leave your room? Uh, Yeah. I've had that phase. So, I mean, um, it, it, to, to that point, I have been very light on exterior weebing this week. Mm. Uh, I think I watched one episode of uh, Cyberpunk, which, oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, have we said this? Friend of the pod, Kojima, has mm-hmm. uh, has uh, has encouraged people to watch on yes. his Twitter. Yes. Another show he's endorsed along with Leakerous Recoil, which means we'll be covering it next. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, no, um, okay. uh, yeah, no, I, 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 so I watched one more episode of that and I think that's it. Um, I daydream about like being able to play nice. visual novels or like build mm-hmm. a model kit or like listen to a good, good anime soundtrack and, 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 and live my life in a, in a pleasurable way. But instead, I wake up and uh, it's like um, uh, that movie Crank, mm-hmm. where sure. I have to keep my heart rate above a. It's my brain rate. I have to keep my brain rate above a certain BPM and get through the day doing as much as possible, uh, at least through December. And then somewhere in December, I'm going to be so chill. Wow. Yeah. Have you, have you guys ever seen uh, Crank Two? Yes, High Voltage. That yeah. one, I, I, I'm, I'm curious your assessment, Heather, because like thinking back on it, it kind of is like an anime. It's like a, it's, it's such a yeah. live action cartoon. It's so over the top. Yeah. And I, I had a friend who pointed this out to me. It was just like you just have to not think of it as a real movie. Like it's yeah. not trying to be like a conventional action movie. It's like its own. It's, it's almost like a self aware satire of that sort of over the top. Uh, a, a action movie, as as some anime tend to be. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I I encourage some filmmaker out there to put a the sound of a gunshot over every edit in a film. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. <laughs> Did they ever do Crank 3D? Oh, I feel like that should. was a, I feel like that was a conversation way back when 3D movies were like the thing. Yeah, they they hey. they missed it. Bring it back. I'm there. After the way of water hits, where it's time for crank 3D. 3D is the way of water getting a 3D release? Yeah, it yeah. has to. It has it's to, the right? only way yeah. he's releasing it. Okay, good. He's, I think it's mandatory. Like he, like there was a big article about how he won't. Like he's he's releasing way of water. James Cameron, by the way, he, yes. yeah, capital he. H, yes, James Cameron <laughs> uh, is releasing way of water in like. All these different formats, and I think one of them is like 120 frames per second 3D, which he's Fuck. like kitted out certain theaters to screen the film in. So there's like a place you could probably go, and and and, and I might be misspeaking. I know he's doing a 60 FPS uh, version of the film, but like there, at a high frame rate movie theater in IMAX in your goggles, back to Pandora, like that's. Oh, yeah, man, it's a shame that I'm going to be in also in like what looks to be a hazmat suit in order to enjoy that film. But I'm <laughs> yeah. so fucking psyched. I, I can't uh, I can't allow uh, James Cameron and Hideo Kojima to meet. I don't think it's it should be allowed. 
I'm shocked they haven't. I would the be surprised if they the have recipe. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be in the, be same, in the same room together. No. <laughs> Too risky. Uh, how, about, the, how about you, Nick? What What have you been weaving? Thank you for asking. Uh, real quick before before we talk about that, just because we were talking about HFR, I did see Hobbit two in HFR. Uh, Hobbit and two. <laughs> what, what, I forget all the subtitles. You know what I mean. The second Hobbit film, the Desolation of Smaug. Desolation of Smaug. Desolation of Smaug in I think uh, in. In HFR, uh, which was a weird experience, I don't didn't really think it worked. And then I the but the weirder experience was uh, the Ang Lee uh, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. They had some screenings of that in 120 FPS, uh, and it's it was. It just very, very much felt like a fever dream. It was very strange to watch. It was a truly weird experience. It was like way too fast for a. It, it it just it it had that that you know that that TV with motion smoothing turned on uh, quality to it, but then like even like more pronounced than that. It was just it was it was upsettingly smooth. It was way too smooth. Yeah. Um. Wow. And 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 also the to- the movie is like does not have the kind of tone where it'd be like this helps it, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like largely a war movie. Uh, and, uh, it's a, it's like a combination like war slash PTSD movie. So I guess like probably the thinking behind Ang Lee, master filmmaker was like, oh, this will make it feel even more real. But it, in the context of it, it it would actually, it doesn't work as well as something that's like more, you know, cinematic 24 FPS, like a fucking, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like a Black Hawk Down or not that that's a great war movie or a or a uh, uh, what's another one that I'm thinking of a full metal jacket's a better example. You know, like it's it's just the the fact that it's more cinematic actually works better uh, anyway uh, that that that's a tangent. Um, what I, what we've been weaving over here in the Weiger household is cyberpunk edge runners. Edge runners, as people yes. like me to say, uh, <laughs> and it's a fucking, it's a, gr- it's terrific. I agree with Kojima-san. I watched all, uh, one, uh, all ten episodes. I finished it last night. Um, it's like it's a fucking, it never stops going. It's it's a it's a big rig rolling downhill. It just has such incredible momentum. It keeps accelerating. Uh, new characters being introduced. Uh, d- you know, if you if you if you really like a character. You know, be careful because there are some gut punches in this series and they keep coming. Uh, And uh, but it's like it just it's it's visually dazzling. It's so fucking uh, nasty, violent, like fucking (laughs) like Ninja Scroll level, just like dismemberment and fucking, you know, beheadings and explosions of of limbs. It's just fucking nasty ass shit. Uh, And then, you know, also horny as shit, horny as hell, high key Mm -hmm. horny. A uh, big key to the city <laughs> level horny, and uh, to the point where this, there's just like I'm like this is this nudity is so gratuitous, and you know what? I got no problems over here. Like it's just it's just like this character does not need to be nude. This character is just hanging out nude, and it's a dialogue scene. And part of what they're doing is just like, hey, here's a nude character you can look at. These two characters are just gonna hang out. Uh, uh, you know, uh, everything's all out there. And they're just gonna have a conversation, and you got a little something nice to look at. So there you go. There's a treat for you. Um, it's it's a fucking. But all that aside, I, I think it's just like a really cool story, and I think it does a great job of exploring Night City and exploring the world of Cyberpunk 2077. And it just it it makes it feel so much more richer and alive. 
uh, and, and to the the that that universe rather the 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 this this long established uh, PNP uh, role playing universe like feels so much more lively and well realized than it does in the game. And you know the three of us are all defenders of the game, warts and all. Uh, but I, I just think the series is so so fucking great. So check it out if you if you're looking for something um, violent and horny uh, that's just good storytelling. It's. I loved it, it. It's great. I I I I I got to catch up and, and and finish it. Uh, maybe I should watch the rest of that before I attempt to watch uh, 160 episodes of a different show. But uh, <laughs> uh, you uh, but, can work your way through it. I mean, because yeah. like, even like the the it, it's not like it has like the final episode is like it is like double length or something like that. They're all pretty tight. They're all around 25 minutes, so you can you can work your way through it. Uh, by the way, I didn't realize this, but there's an Easter egg in. Uh, the cyberpunk game that actually came with an earlier update. So it was kind of like a tease for the upcoming series. Um, but the series protagonist, David Martinez, there's a drink named after David Martinez at one of the bars in cyberpunk 2077. Oh, so nice. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Check that out. Uh, all right. Well, mm. let's uh, look uh, let's uh, enough preamble. Let's get to Leakerous recoil. Hell yeah. Talking episode nine. What's done is done. Which continues on immediately from the previous episode. Episode eight ends on a on a cliffhanger with a uh, Chisato being subdued, kidnapped and subdued uh, by Himegama, who is Yoshi's assistant, and a procedure is is underway with Chisato's heart uh, and Takina sprinting to her rescue. So that's where we're picking up. Chisato's on the operating table. Himegama is uh, has wires hooked up to her heart. Takina's sprinting to the rescue. Uh, Takina bursts in the operating room, starts blasting like Joel at the end of The Last of Us. Just fucking <laughs> Himagama though is like Himagama is like returning fire and, and escapes because you know she's also a, an, an elite fighter. Uh, and then uh, Takina is crying. Chisato's name is Chisato. Lies there unconscious. And who knows? But she had a bunch of shit hooked up to her heart, a bunch of wires put in there, and was like just zapping electricity in there. That's what we're yeah. seeing at the start of the episode. Uh, so, so oh, after the opening, we got Chisato in a flout in a floating void. Uh, and a hand reaches out, and she wakes up from surgery. This reminded me of Ray. Mm, it is very Ray like. Just seeing, nice. just seeing uh, Chisato, uh, yeah, floating in like orange in an orange kind of space. You know, mm-hmm. I, I sort of thought about that when I was watching it last night. But you know, everything. Well, is if you a had reference. a if you had a bunch of Chisato clones, you'd bring on the reverse apocalypse. That would bring on <laughs> Utopia. Like, oh, there's this nice ray of sunshine's everywhere. <laughs> Chisato makes everyone happy. Uh, so uh, Dr. Yamagishi is the who's the doctor we've met in previous episodes. She's telling Chisato that her heart has been overloaded. This is what Himagama's and and by proxy Yoshi's angle was. They overloaded Chisato's artificial heart and they'll never be able to recharge it again, which means she has two months left to live. And also, if she moves more, it uses the heart's charge faster. So two months if she's if she goes easy on it. I hated hearing this because all I knew yeah, very was that Heather was right. And uh, (laughs) I've got a, I've got a, a nasty prediction for the end of this show. Oh, I, Oh, I've learned not to doubt Heather because I think, uh, maybe the, I, I, I remember being, I think the first person, when Trump came on the scene, that was just like, oh man, that guy's gonna be president. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like being aware of just how ghoulish the world was. Um, yeah, it's uh, this is look, it's sad. 
Uh, it's Wait, we're all I, worried. Do you, want, do you want that prediction for the end of this yeah. show? Yeah, sure. Well, it's a possible path that you would predict in a writer's room for the show. And I don't even know if anime has writer's rooms, but you know, if you needed, if you, if you were short one heart and your best friend loved you mm. and they might get shot on the job, mm. then this series could end with Takina's heart inside Shisato. A literal change of heart. Wow. Very chainsaw man. Fuck yeah. Oh no, the heart. It's barf. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I don't know how the, I have no idea how, uh, that for me, the, the anime production is pretty opaque. It's, it's the writing of Dicular. The entire series is, is credited to Asora, the writer, uh, which is, which is one individual, one person. Um, and uh, so, but I, yeah, I don't know if they have a room or not. I don't know if that, because sometimes TV though, it's, it's like the showrunner gets the credit on all the episodes, but there's actually 10 writers in the room. So who fucking knows? Uh, anyway, so, uh, so Takina wants to get a, a runs away. She's like going to go get revenge. She's going to go John Wick on, um, on Himagama. Uh, but Shisato's just like, it's fine. I didn't have much time left anyway. She's already made peace with it. And she has a smile and she's like, I just want to go home. And so we're at the cafe. Yeah. And we see, we see a customer wants a sh- wants a shit pie, which has been taken off the menu at, at Takina's request. <laughs> this uh, Chisato, I I understand why she's like that, um, and and we learn a little bit more about it later too. But mm-hmm. um, what a way to be, just to be like ah, it happens, you know, like just to put everybody else at ease. Like it's fine, I'm okay. You know, hey, let's just make good of, with what little time I have left. Uh, why, why be upset about this? Why, uh, why go through all that? Let's just enjoy the time. Uh, just you, what, what a, you know, she's the best. I, I, I like to think I've made peace with my inevitable uh, death, mm-hmm. with the finality of my non-existence. That we're all just on a conveyor belt to the grave. And at this point in my life, I'm going to get there sooner rather than later. I like to think I made peace with all that. Yeah. But if, but if I was told I had two months to live, I'd still like, like, can I get like 10 minutes? Like I just need to, I need, I need a little bit of time to pull myself together before I was just like, Hey, it's fine. Yeah. Just no, Chisato, it's no, uh, no, no time to process it. She's ready to go. She just wants to go home. She's she's back to cafe. She's back to fucking work. I can't imagine returning to work. I've mean, had had sixty days spending no. one of them in the office, but well, no, she's at she's at the cafe. But what if your work was working at that cafe with your friends? Mm, that's true. Like if I had sixty days left to live, I would do the podcast. Wow, would that's really, really nice to hear. Yeah, but I would be somewhere else in the world. I'd be like, hey, I'm in <laughs> Taiwan yeah. at a waterfall. I'm recording. floating in zero G's right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, but I would still do the show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I feel like Holy I might just shit. tap out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Me here's my where here's where my heart is when it comes to the show. Nick, yeah, fuck I'm that. I'm here. out. <laughs> <laughs> I find out I have five years to live. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I like that she's also pulling off secret menu stuff too. She's like, hey, the yes. customer comes first. You know, she's still putting others before herself. She's amazing. Yeah. She whips us a shit pie covertly. Takita sees it. She's not upset by the shit pie. She's just generally sort of sad. She just doesn't know how to. Pro- she, you know what? She's got that thing of like he's a, of someone who 
maybe has trouble just understanding the emotions they're feeling and how to process them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're in a car. Mizuki is driving Chisato to DA. They pick up a tailgater. Uh, They're talking about how this whole thing is really getting to Kitakina. Nice little sequence where the tailgater pulls up alongside their car and is like yelling at them and Chisato just blasts them out the window (laughs) um, and uh, scares the shit out of them. And uh, then we're at DA, where Chisato's getting scolded for letting Majima escape twice. They know she's going to die, and they are just very cold to her regardless. Real hard asses at the DA. Yeah. Yeah. I was was really mad at them just for that, just in general. Just don't yell at her. She's ready. She's been through so much. And then, you know, there's still more to come, but good grief. Uh, she gets a digital camera back, an old looking digital camera. And when I watched this the first time, I was like, what did I where? Wait, did, was this something in a few episodes ago that I forgot about? Because I was just like, I don't what is this camera? But we learned the significance later on uh, there. There's they basically are like, we've got a big operation. We're going after Majima. Uh, we want you to join. Chisato says, I will if you reinstate Takina. And then back in the car, Ooh. Chisato tells Mizuki, the thief confessed. That was her takeaway, that they, the DA confiscated her camera. And that was the big thing she figured out. And then we're back at the cafe where Fuki and her partner bring a notice to Takina. Nice little uh, funny joke here where Fuki's partner, I forgot, I, I forgot the name, uh, wants a parfait, but they don't have, like, if, every time she shows up here, she wants to get a treat. Yeah. And Fuki is just like, no, we got to fucking go. And she's <laughs> increasingly upset. It's cute. Uh, Takina learns she's been reinstated at the DA. And uh, Kurumi congratulates Takina, but she's just like, so just not, she's not feeling anything. She's just sort of out of it. She's in a haze. Yeah. Uh, um, and then we see them out in the street. Again, you know, Chisato's doing her job. Part of her job is chasing after bad guys. Uh, Takina's stressed out that that she's making, that Takina, that uh, Chisato's running because she's, she's, you know, she's only got so many miles left in that ticker of hers. And, mm. um, you know, she's worried about her friend. Chisato doesn't care. Chisato's like, it's fine. And then we're at the cafe. It's raining. Mika is smoking. I love this line. When I feel guilty, I want to smoke. It's just the right amount of hurting myself. That is good. That's some good yeah. shit right there. That's yeah. some Johnny Cash shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder if the things that we say on this show, like... Apodaca is a, a child, right? Uh-huh. But like making uh, a Johnny Cash reference yeah. is is like lost on like 99%. Like have you aged out with a Johnny Cash reference or is he like immortal? I don't know. That's I think about stuff like this all the time. I'm like there are there kids do kids today know who like Popeye the Sailor Man is? Like probably not. Like cuz he's not present in the same way that he was yeah. when I was a kid, which was barely. Like I just knew him from like Probably like commercials. Like I don't think I ever saw an episode of his cartoon, or e- or even like just any of those like Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like people, there's not the Flintstones aren't on television right now. Like currently, no. like I don't know. No, if yeah. Children growing up right now know about things that I knew from thirty years before I was born. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if kids today know Johnny Cash. I only know him because I saw the movie. Yep, good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, I'd watch like like you know watching The Simpsons as a kid. There'd be like pop culture references mm-hmm. to like the Adam West Batman, or you know, uh, or or like a, a you know a, a Gore Vidal novel that I yeah. just would like be completely lost on me as a kid. And so I'm sure there's some of that. I mean, like I found that that for me a big one is Back to the Future. It feels like a lot of like that was such a pop culture touchstone. 
And then, but then if you were like born in 1995, you probably have never seen a Back to the Future movie. You 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 know Rick and Morty, yes. Um, you know, be but you don't know you you don't know uh, uh what inspired it, and you 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 don't know uh what the uh you don't know who Marty McFly is. Um, so it's a uh, it's a uh, yeah. I don't know. I I wonder about that too. I've definitely had situations where I've said a reference that flew over the head of a much younger audience, and had to remind myself that I'm in my 40s. Um, and yeah, so, you guys do it every week with me. <laughs> I was seeing new Popeyes every week. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to me that there there are audience members on our show who are born after the Virtual Boy, like mm-hmm. that. I'm right. I'm effectively describing. Like what's a 1970s piece of tech? Like a like a like a Vectrex. Yeah, yeah, Vectrex is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, it it it's weird to me to think about that when I have I mean, memories vi- of that thing being on a commercial. It's tough for you and me, Heather, because like we've almost been as li- alive as long as there have been consoles. You know, like it's like it's like the first consoles came on the scene in what, like 1975, which isn't too, you know, that's that's like five years before I was born. So it's it's uh, yeah, the the video games like like we've almost seen all of video games. And Matt for his like, you know, despite being a decade younger than than Mm -hmm. than both of us still has seen like most of video games live for most of video games. It's like uh, the newest the, thing. The, yeah, there's yeah. no way you're going to see all of TV, right? There's like TV shows from like even like, yeah, like the 70s and 80s that have just been lost to time that people like right. have yeah. forgotten, that, you know, that didn't have the cultural impact of like a like a Happy Days or a um, even like a Golden Girls or something like it, it, it didn't have the staying power. People pro- also probably don't know Happy Days, which is like a is, is crazy because that's like that was such like a. I I just knew about that growing up. Uh, there's there's so much stuff like that, but there's stuff like that now too that we're gonna forget about. And uh, there's stuff coming out now that we're gonna forget about in ten years. Like there's just like we're just gonna forget about it as soon as it's out. It's it's gone. Um, but that's just because everything's streaming now too. So and and being removed from streamers. So yeah, it's happening. It's happening faster. The 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 refresh rate on culture is uh, exponentially uh, growing. Old TV is so fascinating to me because you just are like, like, oh, the oldest show has got to be like I Love Lucy. But then you look back in time and it's like, wait, like the biggest show of like 1949 was called like Dick Decker's Colgate Comedy Review. Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck is this? What? And it was like, oh, yeah, this was watched by 80 million people out of a population of 100 million. Yeah. And you've never heard this every week. It's like, what? Uh. All right, so uh, so we've got uh, so it's 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 raining. Uh, we got Mika's line. When I feel guilty, I want to smoke. It's just right about hurting myself, which we uh, which brought us on that tangent. But yeah, it's, yes. uh, it's a great great way of talking about substance abuse. Uh, Kurumi Walnut has done some hacking about the Allen Institute and Yoshi, but wants to ask Mika because knows Mika has some firsthand info. Uh, Takina comes in from the rain, secretly listens in as Mika begins a story. It happened ten years ago. As outside, Chisato on her old digital camera is looking at a pixelated image of Yoshi, and we go to break. And we come back, and we're in a flashback <laughs> with young Chisato, uh, who is uh, untouchable with bullets, blasting other leakers with paintballs. Yoshi's watching the footage with Mika at a bar. You can't touch her with the bullets, but she has a congenital heart disease, which brings to a hotel room where Yoshi is showing the artificial heart model to Mika. 
Um, and Mika is coldly basically saying in a bar, if she can make it to 18, that's enough time to serve as a leakerist. Like Mika's just like, okay, so this is a think of it of it purely as a functionary relationship. She can she can do the job uh for long enough before her heart gives out. Uh and uh and you know, Yoshi's philosophy is like, even if it's a talent for killing, it must be delivered to the world. It's this weird Allen Institute, you know, a, a dogma. Um Quick contemporary line of Kurumi saying Mika saw Chisato as a tool for murder too. Uh, and back in the flashback. And here we're getting fucking horny. We're in the hotel with Mika and Yoshi in terry cloth robes. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Animators yeah. know what they're doing. Those, uh, let's just say that the, the bottom of the robes rest exactly where you want them to rest. Just a little, <laughs> no, not showing anything. What? We're not covering that much either. <laughs> getting a lot of thighs what i'm saying (laughs) i mean i guess it does like it it informs the complexity of their relationship their personal history that mika and yoshi were also romantic partners uh that that or or at least it was a fling it's hard it's hard to tell like i can't tell if this is a serious relationship or if they're just you know business associates who are hooking up um but definitely that's 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 set up here and you know and we also are going to learn that that yoshi and mika before yoshi reappears during the course of this series had not seen each other in like 10 years like they'd completely broken off contact um but yeah yoshi's yoshi's asking in this horny ass scene mika to raise chisato she's our daughter already it's not a mission it's a promise between you and me and then uh, Mika explains to Kurumi in the modern day how that that's how he started his make believe family with Chisato. And they've got more flashbacks. The, the flashbacks keep coming here. Yeah. Uh, we're in the hospital. And, uh, you know, the the we the word the big key word that gets used here is that is savior. Yoshi's like like says savior and Chisato's like I'll mm. then I'll become a savior. Uh, Chisato snaps a digital shot, a user camera to snap a digital shot of of Yoshi. And uh, Chisato, this is how she's able to be like, ah, that, that's who it was later. Uh, Chisato in surgery is scared. Mika reassures her she'll be okay. And when Chisato wakes up, she has a present from her savior, a gun and an owl pendant. Then it's a gun for helping people. So I guess that's why she doesn't use lethal force. Which brings us back to the present. I guess it's a little convoluted that Yoshi now wants to destroy or, or you know... I, I mean, maybe we'll we'll ultimately get some clarity on what the motivation is, but the Yoshi Yoshi at this point is like we have to discontinue the functionality of Chisato's artificial heart because she's not using her talent for killing, which is what the Allen Institute's you know dictum is. Yeah, I guess that's the logic. That's his logic here. Well, and- yeah, it's it's if you want to live, then you have to do what you're born to do. Yes, which is kill in her case. Yeah. But and and the reason that she doesn't do that though is specifically because of how she's lived her life this whole time. She right um, had the heart, you know, the heart disease, and now this artificial heart. She's like, well, I'm not gonna take life away from anybody. Yeah, because I it was always taken from me. So I don't know. I you know, obviously that these are these are two conflicting uh, philosophies, and, and which is why we're here now. So I, I'm interested to see. Well, there's just a lot going on in these two episodes. There's a lot. There's just a lot to unpack. Uh, but you know, it's it seems like it's all going to be coming to a head. So, on its face, Yoshi yeah. seems like a sick fuck. That he's just like, I'm going to fucking like that. This is this is deals over. 
you're 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 dead because you haven't been killing. There's just like an absolutism about that that's just like so like fucking Jesus Christ. Hmm. monstrous uh, but we'll maybe we'll find out more detail there uh back in the present mika so that that that's where we learned mika hasn't seen yoshi since back then or hadn't seen yoshi since mm-hmm. back then before he reappeared in the cafe and they started meeting at far forbidden bar forbidden again maybe wearing more terry cloth robes in scenarios that we're not seeing oh uh, yeah who knows uh kurumi has connected the dots between alan yoshi majima and the arms deal all these things are connected and Takina, who's been covertly listening the whole time, walks in and says, does that mean if we capture Majima, we can know more about Chisato's heart? I like this. You were listening in? Yes, Mizuki too. And then Mizuki's all, pa- like, we see a shot of Mizuki <laughs> panic. Like, you didn't spill the beans about me. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Takina is like, I'll return to DA if there's even a remote chance Chisato will live. So she's going to accept the appointment. Uh, and then we're at a, a Robota's terminal. Majima's there with a gun. Robota, by the way, in the uh, speaking of current news, is like his energy and the the way the way he's carrying himself as a hacker reminds me of the GTA Six hacker, just like a fuck like I'm just ready a- to negotiate with uh, with Rockstar and then just like gets arrested. It's just like <laughs> yeah, <fucking> idiot. <laughs> I also I just like that he doesn't drop it either. Like yes. he's just he's he's just this robot guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you see everybody else's uh, face, and he's like, I'm a robot. And you're like, okay, buddy. He's got that helmet on at all times. Yeah. Next is identity. Uh, Demansa, so uh, so Majima is already at, was at Robota's terminal, waiting there for him with a gun. Demansa know who Yoshi is. Robota explains he's an agent for the Allen Institute who helped Chisato. And Majima says he has a plan. The sinister-ass Joker smile. Now we're back in the cafe. Uh, Chisato is practicing saying welcome, uh, kind of annoying everyone with how perky she is. And when Takina enters wearing casual clothes and presents, uh, this is a, this is great. I, I love the detailed plan, the agenda for the day off fun. And this whole sequence is super fun. They had, they had a great day. They did yeah. so much fun stuff. And like, it's just, it's just nice to see because this is not something that Takina at the beginning of the series, uh, I don't think she could have uh, thought up anything like this, but because uh, her friendship with Chisato is so impactful. She's like, we're going to do it. She still did it in the most Takina way possible. I can't remember what the subtitle said, but it was like plan for having a fun day uh, yes, or yeah. something like that. It was very, <laughs> it was very clinical, uh, but they, it was still, you know, a fun day nonetheless. And, it, you know, uh, it's just nice to see how far she's come. It's I, I mean, they're having fun, but I also like it's it's like fun for the audience the way it's presented, because, yes, it is so in character with Takina uh, that she's got like. She's got a list of activities with a budgeted amount of time that she is, uh, you know, adjudicating with a timer on her phone. So it's like, you know, like 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 Chisato's mid bite at a cafe. But this time's over. We got to fucking go to the aquarium and just kind of keeps things moving. Um, There's a there's a sequence. They go. She's wearing summer clothes uh, because it's what Chisato picked out for her. And so they go shopping for winter version Takina. Chisato picks out a new outfit. um, But because the timer goes off, there's no time to buy a coat. They hit up a bunch of different places. They go fishing. Um, and then on the train, on the agenda, it says after aquarium, the aquarium was closed. The next item is a secret, uh, which we get disclosed in a park overlooking the city. Uh, Chisato gives the cold Takina uh, her scarf uh, because uh, they uh, didn't have time to, to get a coat there, as was mentioned. And she has in her agenda that she's hoping for snow right at nine o'clock. And Chisato figures out before Takina tells her her secret that she is returning to DA. And she's just excited for her. She's like, you did it. Yeah, 
just just uh, sweet just just very yeah. very nice but takina is like i don't have to go she doesn't like necessarily want to go back she yeah. wants to spend the time with with chisato uh chisato gets out her life philosophy which is very very much along the lines of equanimity there's no use worrying about things that you can't resolve on your own accept them with everything you've got when i do generally good things happen so there you go great That's why she's a ray of sunshine She's yeah, that she, she she's always just like that because of that's just how that's how she sees it. That's how uh she's had to be because of her very specific condition. And so they yeah, go on Heather. I feel like when this kind of character is present in other anime, you get a little bit more pathos. Like like there's a little bit more like, "Oh, great. That's great. I'm so excited for you that you're going back to the DA." And then you see a shot where you can see that they're in pain mm-hmm. and you don't get that shit with Chisato. Like no. she's just like legit, like that's the best. Yeah. She's one more reason I it. think she's going to die. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't seem like she's overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be fine. <clears throat> anyway. So the, uh, so the, they separate as they separate, you know, she had snow in her agenda, but it didn't, it didn't happen. But as they separate, the snow does start falling. Um, and, uh, then they look back and they smile at each other and we have a cool bird's eye shot of the two of them separating as the credits music hits. And then post credits, we have a little sequence of Mika uh, who's trying to call Shinji uh, Yoshi. Shinji Yoshi's for, uh, first name. And uh, Majima blocks Yoshi's car and holds him and Himegama hostage as this is happening. Blocks the convoy and we get a nice to meet you, Yoshi, as the episode ends. Hmm. Uh, any Any thoughts on episode nine? Do we think Shinji is the same Shinji from Evangelion? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, fucking yeah. It's obvious, right? Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm i just excited. I, I feel like there's, like, all this is being set up for some combat, and I, I can't wait to see that combat, because this show, for me, is at its best when there's fucking bullets flying, and I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, this one was a little light on the action. I mean, I yeah. really like that episode, but you know, it was a little light on the action except for the flashback training sequences of seeing young Chisato mm-hmm. uh, fucking shit up. But yeah, th- th- this uh, but this next episode's got a little bit of action. This is episode ten: repay evil with evil. So we're at the cafe. Kurumi and Mizuki are at Kurumi's terminal. They're trying to track down more info on the artificial heart in the Allen Institute. And as Chisato enters, they scramble to cover up what they're doing. And Chisato announces. Cafe Liko Reiko will be closing down for good. So Chisato wants a place to be fun to the very end. That that brings us to the opening, I believe. The opening comes right after yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got the uh, the cafe, and uh, Chisato just wants the place to be fun till the very end. Everyone else is just depressed. Everyone's so upset. <laughs> Mizuki is drinking. It's like eight a.m. Yeah. Um, and and Chisato's like, look, I just want everyone to go back to doing what they were doing. Mizuki, I like Mizuki. Mizuki's like a good yeah. comedy character. She always yeah. makes yep. me laugh. And she's like, she's gonna go meet a, she's going to meet a a, a dating app hunk in Vancouver. That's her agenda. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver is so specific yet general. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it's like a very it's like a a very good punchline to that joke because it is the perfect city that exists. Right. Like that's like the that's like the tone and I don't mean to insult everyone in Vancouver. I love Vancouver. Like great food in Vancouver. Some heard. of the best meals I've ever eaten. Uh but it's also like it's the Chicago of Canada. 
right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sort of like a yeah, major city. Like yeah. it's just a major city somewhere else to her. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. city that looks so much like all other cities that they just use it as city background when filming movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stock city, generic yeah. city. Uh, yeah. so so she's going there. Uh, Chisata, Kurumi's not sure what to do because she's wanted in Japan. And Chisato's like, go to Germany because it's the best board game community. Kurumi's like, good enough for me. So that <laughs> so she's going to Germany. <laughs> and Chisato's going to stay behind to keep Teach Company, uh, Mika Company. Uh, so at the DA, man, the, you get the, the sense of scope of how many leakerists there are because you get this huge fucking lecture hall briefing about Majima. They've identified where Majima is, and basically they're just telling all these leakerists to go find him and kill him. Yeah, it uh, had the vibe of that sequence in uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, uh, where you you're you're Snake and you're going in to take pictures of the Metal Gear, and all those soldiers are just yes. looking at the screen. It was kind of like that to me. A seven-minute monologue that you can—that's that's entirely written and performed that yes. you can see all of. <laughs> so fucking rad. <laughs> now let's take a break for calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> God, so fucking cool. Uh, anyway, so the so uh, the there's a rundown office where Majima is holding Yoshi hostage, um, basically threatening him. I'm sure she'd be disappointed if he found out who she, who you really are. Uh, I believe talking of Chisato, we see Roboto work watching remotely on his terminal. Uh, this is interesting phrasing. Yoshi says, "You're an excellent children. Were a thousand guns enough for you?" So, uh, the, pretty explicit that Yoshi was involved in the arms deal and was in specifically funneling the the arms to Majima, mm-hmm. but also calls him an excellent children as one of the Allen Institute children. Uh, we see Himegama tied up and yet and gagged. And Yoshi's just like, I will die for Alan's ideals. I don't give a fuck. Like that's how that's how absolutist I am. Outside the cafe, Kurumi and Mizuki in a, in a taxi. Kurumi's very sad. Thanks for taking care of me. And the car drives off. They say their goodbye. The car drives off. And Chisato's just like, guess we should start cleaning up. On to the next thing. And then in the taxi, we see Kurumi and and Mizuki talking to each other of just like, ah, there's nothing we can do, but we still have Takina. Uh, which brings us to a jail cell, and here we get a little bit of action, brief, brief amount of action, where Takina is interrogating this big, uh, this big old uh, menacing-looking dude in his cell. Brings up his target is Enkuboko, which is the newly built radio tower to replace the old destroyed one, the one that Majima fucked up ten years ago. Uh, and this guy, this bad guy, tries to grab her through the bars, uh, and uh, but she grabs him. The, the, Takina's move here is really cool. The way she like grabs him, takes his arm, flips him around, steps on his skull, and presses a oh. gun to his head. Yeah, it's yep. fucking rad. Yep. Uh, also, also, the line. I, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I, <laughs> I I also like that the um because they have the new the new radio tower, but the in in, in we've I don't know if we've necessarily dwelled on this too much. The old one is just still there, and it's like. Why still just, there, yeah. Why don't you just fix the the one that got fucked up? You're like, well, that one we just have to leave that there as is. Uh, we have to we have to build another one. I just I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like I guess it's a it's it's meant as a memorial now. Mm-hmm. It's like a standing reminder of what they had. Yeah, the, I guess. the tragedy. But it is kind of like it. It's it is kind of a weird decision. I don't know. I, I like. I think it's a cool looking cityscape though. It looks from cool. An animation yeah. perspective. Yeah. Uh, what were we gonna say, Heather? Oh, I just like that she breaks that dude's arm. I love it. Yeah, completely fucks him up. 
I also like the line she says, I was fired once for killing too many people. I don't mind getting fired again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Wick-ass thing to say for sure. Yeah. Um, The man confesses the arms deal, this guy, this bad guy. I don't remember if we've met him before. He probably was in a previous scene with with Majima, but I, I couldn't place him. Uh, but he confesses the arms deal was linked to Alan and Takina realizes it was it was Yoshi. Or maybe he was a guy who was present in the the cold open of the first episode. Maybe he's one of those mm. arms dealers. Anyway, the 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 she he's also making the link explicit. It's Alan and Alan is linked to Yoshi. So Takina knows uh, who it's uh, who's behind it in the cafe. The TV is saying the Enkuboku, uh, the second radio tower's construction is wrapping up while Chisato's wistfully looking through a photo book. Cute photo of Mika. I like that Mika's big cheesy smile next to a young Chisato, and they've got a like a, a Shiba Inu named Riku, Riki they used to have. And uh, Chisato wants to bid farewell to the cafe, but she admits, like, I really do feel lonely. And Mika offers to brew some coffee, uh, which is going to bring us to a more emotional scene on the second half of the other side of the bump, bumper. Uh, meanwhile, the leakerists are raiding the office where Majima and Yoshi uh, are, or Yoshi was being held hostage by Majima. Majime is already pieced the fuck out, but left a video screen there. Very Joker-esque. Mm-hmm. Just like, you, I know you were coming here. I was one step ahead of you. Uh, here's a video screen of me watching you, and uh, and I'm going to taunt you. Uh, sees the leakerist kingpin, kingpin uh, a big, you know, big Joker-esque. We're the same. We both operate outside the law. You know, what would the public think if they found out? They're trying to trace his signal as he's doing, as he's monologuing here. Uh, the scales of good and evil should not be controlled by the likes of you. The balance must be restored. Takina is part of this leakerist crew, this big posse of leakerists. There's like 12 of them. Steps up and demands to know where Yoshi is. And uh, at, just as they're, as HQ is, thinks they've traced to the final host, Robota the, server, severs the connection, and we go to the break. This, um, on the other yeah. I was going to say, he, he, this, we've been saying how Joker-esque uh, Majime is yeah. in this episode, man, he's really going for it. He he has like all these speeches coming up. He's got the, what he, what he's about to do with the, with the big screen. Oh boy. Uh, the, the, I texted both of you after I watched episode 10 that like, this is the, this is, this is his peak Joker fate. Like he is so Jokery here. Yeah. He's, this, this is a Joker ass plan. In fact, it's very similar to, you know, speaking of Batman, it's honestly pretty similar to the plan uh, that happens in the Batman mm-hmm. that the the Riddler plan of like of like, I'm just going to get every everyone's going to get guns and they're all going to fuck shit up and you're just going to have to deal with the chaos like it's going to be bigger than me because it's going to be everyone doing it. Mm. So uh, I do like this montage. It's it's a funny sequence of all the customers and sense that Liko Reiko is cu- is closing down all the regulars coming by I'm like, what am I going to do without this place? Yeah, uh, where am I supposed to then, draw? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Enkuboku uh, has the opening ceremony. Uh, we see from um, from HQ. There's just like a map of just all these red dots throughout the city to, of all the leakerists who have been dispatched, uh, or maybe all the bad guys. I wasn't quite clear. Uh, and then at the cafe, um, we're gonna get a lot of Chisato and, and Mika sort of one on one. Mika give Mika. They retrieve an ob- item from storage. Uh, Chisato thinks it's a gun, but it's not. It's a kimono. It's Chisato's oh. Sunday clothes, which is a thing I don't know the cultural significance of, but it clearly seems to be some sort of coming of age thing of just like this is a thing you put that you put on your Sunday clothes because she's like now you're full grown or something like that. It, it seems like kind of like akin to a 
a, a, a bar mitzvah or a, or a quinceanera or something. Um, but I, you know, again, I, d- I don't know exactly what it means in, in, in Japanese terms. Um, but Jisato is so happy and it clearly is a bonding moment between the two of them. They get a big hug. She tries in the kimono, gets her pick taken. It's sweet. It's very sweet. It's 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 really really nice, yeah. And they're just taking fun pics. It's great, man. I wish that there was like a, a culturally appropriate way to wear a kimono once, you know, like without appropriation or something. Because yes, it would be sure. kind of cool to wear one and, and see what that's like. But I I can't see any tasteful or appropriate way to do that without yeah. like being a, being kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. But boy oh boy, they they they're so pretty. And it, it looks like such a fun time to like go to a fireworks and wear a kimono and eat like yeah. a like an octopus ball. That would be mm. that would be a good time, I think. Uh, I was playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. I was streaming that, and uh, while I was creating my character, there's a moment I was just like messing around with the various like you know uh, like headgear and face options or whatever, and I accidentally, I accidentally put a bindi on my character, uh-huh. and I was just like, I was so panicked of like, oh god, oh no, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is cultural appropriation. I can't do this. Yeah, you got canceled playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Kimonos look comfortable as shit. I mean, you know, I I don't know if uh, I don't I don't really wear silk, but maybe I should. I don't know. Yeah, should we all I start also wearing like silk? It- yeah, let's become silken. <laughs> I feel like the silk there used like you'd know the silk boxer shorts guy, but that was always like a horny guy. Ew. Yeah, it was always like the it was just like I, I don't like I don't like this. I don't want to be the silk boxers guy. No, yeah. but if you're just silk everything guy, yeah, then, why not? Then it's all right. Um, so this is a really sweet sequence, and then Mika just like you know gives her this gift that he's clearly been saving for a long time. He's racked with guilt. Uh, and he has an outburst and he's just like, as, as Chisato's like takes the, she gets the pick taken of her with a kimono and Chisato's like, send this to Yoshi. Cause you know, Yoshi's my other dad. And Mika is just like, has an outburst and says he has, he has to tell her something. Uh, so we go back to the headquarters. There's a bunch of operations to all these streets are closing down. Hey, look, anytime they have this secret organization, this is like mission impossible shit that I love where we're just seeing like a secret organization fully mobilized and like they're able to change like street signs in real time to like close off expressways so they can reroute traffic. I love seeing shit like that. Hell yeah. Um, and meanwhile, leakerists are dispatched everywhere. They're waiting guns drawn for an elevator to open, but it doesn't uh, because the terrorists have bypassed them. They're already in the control room in, in the Enkuboku and they've downed the security. And Majima's like, it's up to you, Mr. Hacker, as Robota goes to work. Uh, so, you know, shit, the, the, the Joker's plans are in motion. And meanwhile, back at the cafe, Mika confesses to Shisato that Yoshi was not a savior. And he himself, Teach, the man she knows as Teach, her dad, her surrogate father, was just at first using her for his own ambition. And Mika breaks down, like, was it better to tell you if you kept killing, Yoshi would save you again? But Shisato's just like, thanks for letting me decide. My, you know, I, the, this job, starting this cafe, they're all things I decided for myself. And mm. yeah, I'll, I'll always be, gra- I'll always have gratitude towards you and Mr. Yoshi and you're still my two dads. Yeah. And she just wants to pose in the kimono more. And, and Mika's just like, you're a daughter I'm so proud of. It's just like, it's, it's really, it's a really sweet scene. This, this could have happened to Joel in The Last of Us. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he got that moment. Like, hey, uh, just so you know, you know, you, these are two options. Uh, you know, hey, thanks for letting me pick. Take some pictures, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. 
Instead, he gets fucking brained with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Spoilers! Joel's life fucking sucked. <laughs> if you, we take it in totality, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, yeah. Have to sort of live with these terrible, terrible choices, and then uh, confronted with it. Uh, yeah, on the business end of a fucking putter. Uh, yeah. To- uh, real, real grim. Uh, anyway, back to uh, back to Lycoris. Uh with the Enkuboku opening ceremony. Once they be, they are going to do a countdown, they're going to begin a broadcast. But the broadcast is, of course, of the damn Joker himself, Majima. He's there to expose the seedy truth about Japan. And he says terrorism keeps happening, and they're just covering it up. Uh, he calls it a filthy peace because it's not a true peace. And this is where his Joker-esque plan comes to fruition. He scattered guns all over the prefecture. Uh, the massive arms deal, the thousand guns that were that were taken were just to distribute to the public and to see what happens. And what happens in, in a park, a salary man finds a gun in a paper bag and uh, holds it up, doesn't know what he's doing. A cop freaks out. Very, very well characterized cop, just like holding a gun and completely panicked. Yeah, yeah. And then just panic fires. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just start blasting. Yeah. Especially yeah. in yeah. a country which arguably that guy has never seen anybody else with a gun. Ever. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> um and uh and so you know the the the, the we we've got this the state of anarchy that's supposedly uh, initiating. Uh, headquarters t- shuts down the broadcast, but the cat is already out of the bag. At the cafe, we hear air raid sirens. Um, we get a news broadcast that I can you imagine if in the U.S. there were air raid sirens every time there was a shooting? It would just be nonstop. <laughs> oh yeah, it would. Just, yeah, people would one get their guns to shoot the sirens, uh, <laughs> shut that fucker up, and then and then start shooting each other. Uh, yeah, I, I I will say too though, you know. Now that we know what Majima was like planning, yeah, his he's a, he's a more compelling villain than I sort of was initially giving him credit for because like you know the the mark of a compelling villain is that like there's like obviously every uh, every villain doesn't think they're the villain in the story they're the actual hero sure. or whatever um, mm-hmm. and his his philosophy is easy to buy. Like, I sort of like, oh, yeah, that, like, makes sense. Like, I I sort of like, you know, I, not to the full extent of what he's willing to do, but I agree that it's not actual peace that they've created. It is fake. Like, they are sort of just, like, covering this stuff up, and what good is that actually, if it's still happening uh, anyway, but you're covering it up, it's not really, you're not doing anything. You're 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 clean. You're cleaning up a mess with a dirty rag. It's not really uh, yeah. doing anything. Um, so I, you know, I think I don't a hundred percent agree with uh, how he's going about this. But I I sort of can see how you would get there and be like, this fucking sucks. Hmm. Yeah, I I think it's a good observation. And and yeah, it's also like you know, once we know more of his backstory of like he like Chisato is an exploited. Uh, conscripted child soldier yes. who's now grown up. You know, he's just like he was. He had a special ability, and they were like, "We're gonna put this to our uh, use of our own uh, designs." And then, yeah, and, and also just like any time, like you know what he's talking about, like, hey, the 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 Lycoris are an extra legal organization. You know, it's like it's like, hey, like I'm not a fan of the CIA. Like, you know, 
Um, that's the, the, the once you once you start operating outside of a legal framework for the greater good, that that is what creates all sorts of abuses. So yeah, I, I, I think that's I think that's well argued, Matt. Um, I think the. Uh, I I do like Majima as a villain. I do like the scenes that where he gets to talk to characters, and uh, uh, so all this this chaos because ultimately his plan is just to expose the leakerus. He wants to like have the leakerus have to surface, and uh, you know he's causing mass chaos so everyone sees that that's what's really going on, and um and all the, and understands all the cover ups that have been happening. Uh, so the news broadcast says Enkuboku has been taken over by terrorists and uh, Chisato gets a simultaneous call. She, I like this device. This is something I feel like I'm sure I've seen this somewhere. I'm sure some other mm-hmm. uh, you know film has done this or, or TV show has done this. But getting two t- two t- phone calls at once and yeah. playing them off of each other, which is what's really happening good. to Chisato here. It's really cool. So she's getting a she's getting a, a, a cafe at the call a cafe phone call from HQ telling her to report to kill Majima. At the same time, she's getting a cell call from Robota telling her if she gets close, Yoshi's going to die. So she's got these two competing interests going on at once. It's all in her brain. Um, And uh, she's the one who knows this. Uh, Mika says at least they can use up the ammo in the storeroom, uh, looking on the bright side. And uh, Mika says that Takina and Fuki will protect Enkuboku because they're both my outstanding students like you. And then we end the episode with the two of them in the cafe. They're geared to fuck shit up. I'm ready to go to episode 11. Let's see what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I think we're going to yeah. see some action. Yep. I. Do you. So like. Ma, Majima's plan would fall apart if people were good. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's okay. what happens to the if we're, you know, hey, again, putting through, viewing everything through the prism of the Joker. That's what happens with Joker in Dark Knight. Right. It's like right. this whole thing is like I'm going to pit these people against each other. And then ultimately they their their greater morality, uh, their moral compass kicks in and they, they don't do the thing yeah. that he wants them to do. A prisoner of all people, a prisoner was like, we're not doing this. Yeah. Tiny Lister, right? Yeah, Probably that's tiny. right. Yeah. May he yeah. rest. Um, any other thoughts on episode 10 or, or either of these episodes? Um, I, I really hope that we see a countrywide battle royale in episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> be fucking awesome. <laughs> be great. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, it, 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 go on. and I hope and I hope Chisato has to run down the street. Beating people with non uh non-lethal bullets everybody has a gun and she's just making her way across town on foot like murking like knocking people out with her uh with her charges because everybody around her's got a gun that would be that would be my hope uh that'd be awesome uh my hope for episode 11 is that um Mika and Yoshi uh, beat up in a hotel room and put on some terry cloth robes. <laughs> uh, I, 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 my hope is that all the characters uh, look at the camera and say, Heather, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're not dying. None of oh, us. Oh, man. Uh, it's yeah, it's it honestly, this has so much momentum towards the finish line that I'm kind of I'm curious how they're going to get three more episodes out of this. It almost feels like this almost felt like it had a penultimate episode feeling to it. Like mm-hmm. it almost felt like we were re- going towards the finale. But hey, we're going to see where this story goes. It's 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 I've been with it so far. So hopefully they stick the landing. Yeah. Uh, as Edge Runners does. 
Great ending to Edge Runners. Wow. Can't wait. Can't wait to finish off Edge Runners. Mm, a little bit more uh, lukewarm on licorice still, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's fine. It's a good, fine show. Uh, I think it's a blast. I think it looks great. I, I understand being lukewarm on it, but uh, but um, it's 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 working for me. Uh, and hey, we're gonna keep it going next uh, week. Episodes eleven and twelve. Yeah, and um, if you like to be uh more lukewarm on stuff, uh, maybe uh, cut your way into a bantha on Hoth. What? You got animated. What? It wasn't Wait. a bantha. I can't remember what the name of the creature what was. What the fuck are you? What? Luke was cold. Luke was cold in Star oh. Wars, and God. He- they Damn got it. warm. Getting in those guts. Oh my god. Yeah, you got animated. <laughs> That's what happened. That was like a maze. It was like <laughs> I was in a maze and I found my way to the center and the prize sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were those things now? I don't remember. End the episode. <laughs> no, wait, no, I gotta do the no, I can figure this out. I will figure it out later. Lukewarm. <laughs> God damn it. Because they're on Hoth. A Tauntaun. Tauntaun, yes. Wampa is the, the ice monster, and Tauntaun is the things that they ride. Yeah, because your Tauntaun will freeze before you first get to the first checkpoint. Then I'll see you in hell. Good stuff. Yeah, Tauntaun. All right, Good you stuff. got animated. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>